Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the BBT podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer. And I'm your host, Joe. And today we are back for episode two. Took us a little bit of time to put it together and get back. Uh, I've had a sore throat and uh, haven't been feeling my best, but I'm feeling better today. So we are back with a new topic. We're going to be talking about timelines and some other things along those lines. Uh, But before we jump in, you guys, uh, we're working on getting online and getting the podcast videos up and running. But in the meantime, we definitely, after the first episode, wanted to make some improvements. So we did a little trip to one of your favorite stores, Micro Center, and we got a few things to upgrade the podcast. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what we got going on now? Yeah, I just felt like our uh, audio quality wasn't the best. So I bought us two new mics. They are Rhodes, the pod mics. So we have two of those on uh, an XLR platform with a Scarlett 2i2. It's two channel. So that was really fun. That Mm -hmm. was fun learning how to set that up. How challenging would you say it is for someone you have never set up a podcast or done any kind of audio or any of that kind of stuff? I've never done that either. What was that learning curve like for anybody who wants to start a podcast? Yeah, so we went blind into Micro Center, Mm -hmm. not knowing anything about microphones, not knowing anything about devices. So it was a little bit of a learning curve. Uh, We bought everything we needed. So like I said, just the two mics and our Focusrite 2i2 device just to like have an input for both of them. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty easy other than that. I think finding a program to use for the podcast was uh, a little tougher. We landed on Audacity, probably going to get flamed for that, but (laughs) it's super easy to use. It's definitely not the best, but it's something. Yeah. So we'll list all of the all of the items, not just the mics and the other thing he said, whatever that was. Um, we got, a, you know, obviously you need some cords and some stands and all that stuff. So we'll list those items in the description for anybody who's interested. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. So hopefully if you happen to have listened to episode one or if you want to go back and check it out, hopefully the audio is much improved. We're so excited. I was so excited to get new mics because I really did not like the first episode. Uh, the quality was just just not there. Um, so hopefully this is a major improvement for all of our listeners um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's that. So now we can jump into a little, a little segment we call agree to disagree. And, uh, I got the idea because I had to go to micro center with him to buy all this stuff. And I really do not like to go there. Um, I hate going to micro center and, it made me acutely aware of what it it might be like for a significant other to go to a store with their partner that they don't enjoy. So there have been many a time where I ask him to go to places like Victoria's Secret, really the mall in general, I think, um, makeup stores and things like that. Like I'll be like, can we stop by Sephora or Ulta? And he just kind of is like, he wants to say no and he kind of does 
And he's like, no, how about I just go to this other store <laughs> while you go in there and get what you I need? just chill in the car. Right, exactly. Um, and so I I get that same feeling when I'm at Micro Center. It's not for me. There's just, I mean, I can only look at like cute computer like monitors and like keyboards for so long before I give up. Um, and and the, that span for me is very, very short. So I thought, why not compare like what is our experience like at those kinds of things like for you and for me what we might yeah just let's start there what is that experience like for you and then i can share what it's like for me to be at micro center so micro center for me obviously is like a candy store to me basically. right right yeah i love computers i'm a massive computer nerd um i custom build my own rigs i have been for 20 plus years now so, yeah, I enjoy building computers, every aspect of it, but not just computers, electronics. And I think that's probably a guy thing other than my like more outdoorsy hobbies. Yeah. If it's indoors, it's something on the computer for me. So yeah. for the experience when it comes to going, I could spend all day there and I have spent literal hours there yeah. with you, <laughs> which you're a trooper for. I have to commend you for that. But if it comes to other stores like Victoria's Secret or Sephora shoot me now because i get so bored and just watching you stay there for like 30 40 minutes looking for one mm -hmm. thing and me just in my head saying can't you just ask the person where that one thing is you're looking for and now that i'm saying it back i think i get it because i do the same thing in right. micro center i want to browse i want to see what's going on what are the deals you know i want mm -hmm. the i want that inside track the inside tip and you probably want to look around and browse too at those stores but oh my gosh it is boring what is like your lifespan at a store like sephora or ulta like what how long can you be in there before you're like i need to get out of here or i might die i think 30 <laughs> minutes is probably my breaking point that is so generous i must say yeah super generous yeah so like micro center for me is torture like i don't care about specs on anything. I'm like, does it look cute? Is it portable? Is it aesthetically pleasing? Does it match my other devices? Like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, period. So, you know, I, I can, like, entertain myself. But I'm like, whoa, what, what else? Like, there's nothing else. And our micro center is like, there's nothing there. It's like in a business center. So it's not like when you go to like a makeup store is at the mall and you could leave and go to the food court or whatever other store or, ju or just sit outside and people watch. I can't even do that. You know, there is no like girlfriend bench. There is no like Starbucks corner. You know, maybe I could go buy like a snack, but there's like no comfort for like the people who really don't want to be there. Yeah. And my lifespan there is like, five to 10 minutes and I'm like, and I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm yeah. Go in, get what you need and get the heck out. You've definitely lasted longer than that though. Oh, lasted longer and mentally been destroyed inside, you know, and just like been okay, like, fair point. I can't like, I can't like get me out of here and I will leave like, while you're browsing, yeah, I'll go walk around just to not, like, hurt myself. Yeah, mentally. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Distract myself. Yeah. 
aesthetically, what would you rate my computer? I mean, I've liked other builds that you have compared to like the one you currently have. I hate the light because it stays on and stuff. And this is so loud and it gets so hot and then you have to turn on the AC and it's like all really annoying. Yeah. Um, I just, I enjoy more of like when you're building them and you're so excited and you're like problem solving because it's almost like what I imagine crafting is like for me where it's like, you know what you want to get to, you know, you can do it, but you got to figure it out along the way. But yeah, aesthetically, I mean, yeah, it's nice. It's, you know, it has water in it, which I think is like weird but cool you know what did you think about me doing my own custom water lines that was kind of cool honestly yeah i think that that that's probably like the most interesting because i i would have never known like there's like i know computers have like fans to cool them down yeah. but you're like oh you this is like a water cooling system like it's so different you yeah know? especially because you've seen the bendy tubes that just kind of plug in you yeah. know and like seeing how you have to use a heating gun and shave everything down and it's permanent you know and those are the things where i'm like yeah that's so much like crafting yeah and then it's not just like like you don't care or you do care about making sure that the lines are also like set up in a way that's like the best conducive like like route and like yeah there's a lot to consider like consider everything it's not just like as long as I get it done, it's done. No. You no. are very methodical with what you do uh, with everything. And yeah. I can appreciate it, but it's not interesting to me. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair which play. Is, you know, it's much like makeup, you know, like I've been doing my makeup for 30 plus years. I consume a lot of content around that. I'm very much interested in things like ingredients and companies and so many things that you're just like, why don't, like you said, why don't you just ask someone, have them choose for you? Like, I want to go and I want to try something. I want to see what it performs like. Um, I'm sure you think of those things too when you're looking for parts and all of that. So to wrap up this section, what would you recommend or what do you want stores like Sephora and Ulta to know about like the partners or boyfriends of the world that don't want to be there? Like, should they know something? Should they provide something? Like, should there be like a, a like waiting section or like a TV with sports in the back or something? I don't know. I mean, I don't think it would help the business. I mean, obviously it would be cool if there was a couch and a refrigerator where you can grab a couple <laughs> beers, maybe a pool table, like a barbershop, right? A lot of barbershops will have a fridge, some beers. You go, you crack them open. They always offer it to you, something like that. But I don't expect that from a Sephora. No, it's it's not targeted to guys anyways. It's so, not, yeah. But I think Micro Center does try to target things to girls more than Sephora. In Victoria's Secret, there's nothing for guys, obviously. Right. But Sephora like does try to target maybe some colognes to men. But what are things Micro Center could maybe do to target things to keep you there so people like me could keep shopping? They could definitely put on like HGTV on the televisions. Like I've thought about that a lot because at nail salons, when you go get your nails done, like any universal like salon that does really well and is popular has either like home renovation shows or like design shows and or cooking shows. And those are always like every lady in there is like 
acutely aware of the television and is like actively watching. So I think if they just put that like on their TV screens in the TV section, they'd automatically get girls like just hanging out over there. I also think they do like obviously because women game and all of that stuff or people like aesthetically pleasing things when it comes to like computers and gaming. They do like gaming setups a lot um, or like computer setups. And it'd be cool if they did like how Best Buy used to have like the home theater section. If they did like setups specifically for like a more girly kind of thing. Yeah. Because it would attract people to to that section to distract them for a bit. Like I'd be like, oh, cool. Like if they did a whole pink setup or like if they grabbed all the things around the store and put it all together, even if it wasn't like connected or working. But if it's all together and you did like a vignette, I think it would be really interesting. And I, it would take me over and I would look at everything. I would try the stuff out. That yeah. would waste like a good five to ten minutes, you know? Yeah, I think it <laughs> would be easier for them to do something about attracting females versus, you know, males. The other but way around. I still can't see females going to micro center for that reason I, th no. I think that's just more of like the why the meatball center or the food center is at ikea you know <laughs> or there's a starbucks and target it's yeah. just something to do while you wait but obviously i think micro center is way more fun to be at so <laughs> we can agree to disagree. disagree yeah <laughs> on which place we'd rather be at and which place is the most entertaining for sure for sure oh my gosh i cannot i really I I was telling him on our trip to Micro Center that I wish that all the Micro Centers would just disappear. Like oh, yeah. all the fries of the world. <laughs> fries is a whole other conversation. But they I at least out, had food there. Yeah, I, I figured out I could bribe you with tacos. Yes, there's a local taco spot that's like really good 20 out of 10. And he that day he was like, do you want to get tacos? It's like down the street. And I was like, why have I never like demanded tacos basically okay yep that's good yeah we'll absolutely. just leave we'll just leave it there because i don't think we'll ever agree on yeah. that exactly but all right let's jump into our topic we wanted to talk about timelines specifically um but maybe open it up too along with timelines there's things like dimensions you know, talks about the matrix, realms, multiverses. There's so many topics around. When you talk about timelines, you got to talk about a lot of things. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's a lot. We won't delve into all of them. I think specifically with timelines, there are things like deja vu and mm, um, very true. OK, uh, what is that other one? I just had a, the tip of my tongue. Now I can't think of it. Um, Maybe a past life. Those ones are interesting too. past lives uh, come up and um obviously mandela effects oh, in terms of timelines yes. yeah so that's that's something so first of all can you explain what a timeline is or what the concept of timelines i don't are? think i'm qualified <laughs> to explain them well let's be honest but, neither one of us yeah. are qualified no absolutely but not. but hey fuck it so. <laughs> well we're here and yeah. we have a mic yeah um so obviously you could go forward in time you could go backwards in time mm-hmm uh, you could get caught in a time loop mm -hmm. and then um, that's the, I'm not getting into like multiverse theory or no. time separation of different timelines. 
I know there's there's really those only like four. Oh, and the one where you could uh, obviously the present and sending information in a direction too. Mm-hmm. So in all those directions, yeah. not just um, time travel. Are you talking about time traveling too? Then at that point, yeah, like sending information backwards or forwards. So like, so you're so then you're, we're not real. So then it's the same timeline in all these things. Yeah. Yeah, but so there if you are could multiple send information timelines. to the future, mm-hmm. if you could communicate to the future, does that mean you're actually going to the future? Not necessarily. So I know there's already been a device where uh, that someone invented where they could send particles to mm-hmm. a different timeline. But when you, when you talk about time, I feel like time is, I mean, not I feel like time is integrated with space, yes. right? So time and space kind of go hand in hand. So, you know, our planet's rotating. How do you get... Let's just say from like, if you want to time travel into the future, how do you get to the same spot? Right. You that to me right? just blows my mind. The idea of being like, if I want to travel five years into the future, but the earth has rotated how many times, how many days and years have gone by. And we're in a different point and not just our planet rotating around the sun, our gal- our solar system rotating inside of the Milky Way, the Milky Way rotating inside of our universe. And the universe ever expanding. And the universe ever expanding. So, <laughs> and I think that's where you get fast. Do we travel? That's you where know? you get into the fact that you're never just on one timeline. Timelines are inherently multiplied infinitely yeah. in that because of that, right? I believe that's a theory, right? Like that's yeah, there, and it, that multiple timelines exist concurrently yes. concurrently yeah. yeah um everything everywhere all at once that film that was a really good example of is, that yeah is like doesn't deeply dive into that but kind of touches on that um so do you believe that there are multiple timelines do you think we're on one timeline does that uh movement of forward backward present and sending information and all those things does that then change timelines because you're you're changing something right like in yeah. the butterfly effect kind of thing yeah uh in terms of traveling forward in time i 100 percent believe in that we mm. already know that gravity affects time and interstellar did a, a somewhat okay job of it like if you go into space and you're traveling at the speed of light i know there's like a differential between the distance past and the time that goes by mm, if you're yeah. traveling at the speed of light versus staying here on earth mm-hmm. so traveling to the future is definitely a thing where like your age will stay the same going a certain speed and if you travel there and back to earth over like six years or something you're traveling at the speed of light earth would have aged hundreds plus years like right. more than that i'm not i don't know the math off the top of my head math, yeah. but it would have aged and interstellar is really cool it does a good job of explaining the concept i know the concept isn't accurate because i know do you remember when they were going spoilers do you remember when (laughs) they were going close to the star where every hour was i believe a decade yeah it was a long time right so they went like two hours or something right so every hour was a decade just just because they were close to a star that affected gravity that much but the gravity needed for that to actually happen would have been million times the gravity they were experiencing on that planet. Mm -hmm. So they would have like been crushed hundreds of times over. So it is a real concept, but the practice wasn't. It wasn't portrayed accurately. And because we're all just, you know, we're not all astrophysicists. No. Yeah. We we watch the movie and just, you know, accept what I thought that was really cool. So traveling forward. Yes. I, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson gave a super good example 
of traveling backwards and how he believes it is possible. It's just a matter of figuring it out. Um, if time is on a straight line flowing, right? If you could make it go in a loop like this and it mm -hmm. could intersect in the past, you'd have to bend it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, how? I have no idea. But um, Well, in order for that thing, right? to be true or to be possible, you'd then have to believe that time is linear. Do you believe that time is linear? I believe that time is linear. Yeah, I do. I do think we're flowing in a linear pattern. I don't necessarily know or have the information to believe that it's Otherwise. just multiple timelines happening at the same time. The only proof or, uh, you know, evidence I could think of that is quite popular is the Mandela effect, mm -hmm. where there are a lot of things like that that pop up in culture mm -hmm. where hundreds of millions of people remember one thing, but it was something else. Yeah. And we remember two things with evidence going back and forth. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? I think that time is not linear because time as time i think in in general most scientists agree is is really like a construct right and so in order for it to be a construct it wouldn't be linear it it would even though we can measure it and all these things it has to be um in my opinion like it it's intertwined with like interdimensions and i think is it interstellar is that that movie with Matthew McConaughey? What's the yeah, movie? yeah, that one. So in that movie at the end, he's, in my opinion, like he's in other dimensions tapping into different timelines. Yeah. And that's the way that I perceive that. And so just, and that really resonated with me. I don't know why that film did, but that particular part of like, there are these like dimensions. It's like a grid almost. So it isn't, to me, it's more of a grid a grid than linear it doesn't just move forward the way people think you can move in every direction through this like grid like or web like pattern of time because it's all happening all at once it's all interconnected yeah aka interstellar uh, yeah right okay, so <laughs> yeah. how i took that specifically with interstellar mm -hmm. was that yes they time was a construct but it was humans who created that device, which is what he ends up going into, right? Mm -hmm. He ends up going into a device or it, what was it? It was a portal to multiple possibilities of worlds, right? So it was multi, I think it was, was it multiple black holes? all the details. Yeah. But when he goes to that, he basically said humans had created this pathway and device, like almost like a library. I don't know if they created it so much as like tapped into it. Am I wrong? He said that they had basically put it there though. And right. it was through vibrations, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I know that was a major part of it, too. So it looked to me like if it was on a record playing or if it was just uh, an audio file. Right. So he mm -hmm. so he sees everything laid out in a specific way. But and all these things happening. And I don't know if it was multiple possibilities, but it was all on one timeline. Right. It was it was different moments of one time. So he had to go and find a time where his daughter was looking at the sand, which was mm. him. It was literally him doing it, uh, looking at the Morse code and the watch and all that stuff. I think all those separate or binary or all, something. Yeah. All those separate moments, I think, are like within her timeline, right? Her yeah. her life, her life timeline. Um, and 
for him, he's in a different place, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I think I maybe it's something that I just uh, maybe it wasn't like necessarily what the film was trying to portray, but more of my inference based off of what like visually they shared where like he was jumping into these points. Regardless, there are lots of theories around um, like time happening all at once versus uh, like just one trajectory. For me, that's very resonant of deja vu. I mm, have been mm -hmm. very vocal that I experienced quite a lot of deja vu my whole life. And um, I actually did some research on this because there's actually lots of dejas you can experience. Um, and the way that I experience it, I get, or I should say the way that most people experience it is that they have a feeling that whatever in that moment, something has already happened or that they've already been there. There's like a familiarity with the circumstance or the environment, the situation, what have you. Uh, what I experience is a little bit deeper than that. I literally can play out like the following, like, I don't know, like five seconds to like five minutes of what played out. Oh, so wow. there are moments where I can walk down the hallway and I remember the sun setting, the dog on the bed, us talking from one room to another and things playing out in a completely different way than what they actually end up playing out as. And I know that it's like something different that I had experienced before. And I have those experiences a lot. And so that's where, at least for me on a personal level, I don't perceive time as linear because there is no way that I feel so like sure that those things play, that something else played out in a different way, in a different capacity, in a different time. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. I, you'd never told me that. That's kind of mind blowing. Yeah. I think with time, with age, they, it's, uh, I've been able to like, I, I somehow can get like really, I guess, focus on focus on those moments. And I'm like, and I just sit there and I like play it out in my head and I'm like, wait, am I making this up? I'm like, no, I'm not making it up. I can feel it in my brain, like this memory, but it's not a memory. So, uh, there's actually research for people who experience this a lot, they go and they get all hooked up and everything. And uh, people who experience deja vu don't actually experience it in their memory center in their brain. They experience it in their prefrontal cortex, which I think also contributes to the fact that maybe it is not a memory because your prefrontal cortex is more of like that imaginative area or the creative area of your brain. So I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I've never really had major deja vu. Mm. I've had instances of, oh, this feels a little familiar, but not full blown deja vu. Yeah. Ever. Well, the what you're experiencing is deja vu. Me going through more. That's something else. What is that called? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. There's so many. There's like people who like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember all of them. There's so many. Do you think it's possible that you've lived a past life? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like, I think it's, po I think it's possible that some people have, I don't know that I have, I don't know that maybe I'm tapping into like residual energy or if maybe like it's more of like, um, 
in the show Loki on Disney Plus, where they show like when when he does something, it ripples into a new timeline. Oh yeah. And so like, what if I had made a different decision and it had it would have rippled into this other event? Mm. You know, if I, maybe if I hadn't like gone to therapy <laughs> or something, yeah. or like if I had chosen to like fight about something with you instead of just like working it out or something you know what i mean like yeah. i think about it in that context uh more than i think about it in oh what if it's a different life that i lived or whatever if you could time travel where would you go and what would you do oh my you goodness have, we'll put a time limit just for fun's sake on it mm -hmm. you have 30 minutes you could go anywhere and do something mm -hmm. and experience a different time for 30 minutes what would you do uh, if I need, I want to experience something, I think I'd want to experience like, I think something ancient, like ancient Rome or ancient Greece, like more of like those like celebratory times. I feel like there was like a carefree nature about those times. Um, I think about like, uh, Dionysus, I believe. It's like yeah. that, that god of like whatever he is. They talk about like those parties that they had. And I don't mm -hmm. know, if, is that real or is that like I mythology? Don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that might just be, you know. But some, um, I don't know. But the way that like things like that get portrayed like in film and stuff, you're like, oh, they're just in their robes, drinking wine, having fun, playing their little harp. You'd go to things. a party basically. And just, yeah. And just party up with. <laughs> Not necessarily party up, but, like, observe, like, what's going on. Like, I could go back as a kid, you know? Yeah. But, like, if I could just go and, like, observe what that was like or, like, I think societies were different back then. So, just, like, being able to see that would be yeah. really cool. Yeah. What would you, where would you go? And I would go, okay, barring going back to the same place I live and somehow delivering Barring the the possibility of like a paradox of me meeting myself mm. and it would just create, you know, a fracture in time or something uh, to give myself an advantage over, you know, the lottery or money and mm -hmm. just say, hey, these numbers or invest in this. That's a that's an easy one, right? Yeah. Just Apple, whatever you Bitcoin. do. Yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> fucking buy it, you know. Don't sell that one Bitcoin no. that your boss bought no, you, you no, no, idiot. No. Don't, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so if I think I would go back and see if Jesus rose from the dead. Mm. I'd want to stand there and be like, all right, did this guy really rise from the dead? You know, because he was real. We know history knows he was real. He was crucified. Mm -hmm. That would just solve one of the biggest mysteries on the planet. So I would just want to, mm, did it happen? Mm. Okay, right. And obviously, whatever I see, no one's going to believe me anyways. But at least for myself, well, you have know? you heard of the Trojan Horse book series? I know about the Trojan Horse. Yeah, Troy. Was it Troy? Um, no, it wasn't Troy. Was it? I don't know, but that's different. No, to know. <laughs> so there's a popular book series. Um, I actually don't know if that's how you would translate it in English, but I know it in Spanish. It's called Caballo de Troya, so Trojan Horse. And it's literally about a time-traveling American soldier, I believe, or I don't know exactly what he was, who went back to see Jesus and to experience all the things. And in the book series, he explains everything that he saw. I'm assuming it's fiction, though, right? 
No, it's supposed to be based on true events and he was eventually what? killed, I believe. I'm not mistaken I have not read the books but um all of my aunts and uncles and my mom have read those books and they speak very highly of them and they have encouraged me to read them but I've only found them in Spanish so uh it's been difficult but yeah that's that whole series so so what was the answer um I don't remember what they didn't give me like the um juicy parts you know they didn't give me like they like teased me on reading it. Oh but, my goodness. Well, they weren't going to give me like the spoilers, you know, like my family's not like that. I enjoyed the spoilers, but yeah, that, that whole book series is about that. So I'm actually, yeah, that's that. You're right. It's, just, it's not even about like whether or not anyone believes you, but more about like whether or not, if that's the case, then I change my answer because I would want to go back to like, something in an ancient civilization um like when they were building the pyramids uh the guy who built like the coral castle in florida that's a good one too that's um, a really good one the coral castle the there's actually a new um a new ancient civilization that would have existed i don't know how many more years before like the oldest civilization that we knew before um, and I believe it's Peru, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe Ecuador. Uh, I believe it's called Copal. I would want to go visit like that. And yeah, it's like, like those, like they had incredible like technologies around what they were building, um, how they structured their cities. Uh, and we've been to some ancient sites yeah and um pyramids and they have these really interesting like uh what, what were they called like audio what are they called i don't know what you would call it they, but ha they have a name it was acoustically designed exactly that that's what i meant yeah so they have these like technologies that they existed in these ancient places to be able to see what how and why they used these things or decided to do these things or how they had that knowledge or how it was shared or whatever like that would be really interesting and again wouldn't care if someone believed me if i came back and told all the stories but would be really satisfied in having had that knowledge myself and experience for sure interesting i like the change of answer there's now, now you got my mind working on so <laughs> many things you know yeah because Roswell, i think new mexico did an alien ship really land well can see, i put myself right at that spot and figure that out. I was going to choose something like that, but I think there's... Uh, it always goes back to aliens. It always goes back to aliens. Time. Yes, we, we watch uh, Ancient Aliens. We've, I've seen every episode. They have a new season out. Um, and that's, what, that's why I didn't say those because I'm like... That's another episode. Yes. That's, that's, that's another episode for sure. Yeah, aliens for sure. And Ancient Aliens in particular, I have... We All right, have trying to things. stay on topic. Mm -hmm. What are some good mandela effect timeline riffs that you could think of the biggest one for me is actually the mandela effect i remember Nelson mandela yes so i remember him dying in prison when i was a child i didn't know who he was exactly right i was i i would have been young in in grade school and so I don't recall knowing who he was, but I recall it being a really big deal that he had died, that he had been in prison. Um, like, I guess you could say wrongfully because he was 
trying to do right by the people but ended up in prison right that's one of like the reasons why he was in prison yeah for his um, activism and humanitarian work and so i remember like not being sad because i knew him but being sad because i'm like wow this guy tried to do like the right thing they put him in prison and he died and then like 10 or 15 years later they're like he died surprise he's alive (laughs) surprise he's alive and he died again and i was like wait what i'm like this is not real and i remember there was the internet by then so i googled like nelson mandela and they're like he died at the age of whatever and i'm like what and at that time conversations around the mandela effect were not like a thing because that's the originating kind of like big event that people um, attribute to the Mandela effect, right? That's it's literally named yeah, after him. That's the big one. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that for me is literally the biggest one where I'm like, I had, I, I could attribute it to me being a really young child. Um, and that's the only reason that I don't know for sure. Cause a lot of things are from my childhood, I would say if any like that, but that's the biggest one. Um, yes. Yeah what do you have any any big ones that are like the 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 two tough ones for me the berenstein versus berenstein bears Mm -hmm. because i had the books my mom would buy me those books she kept those books for years and then by the time i had learned about the mandela effect to go look at the books and see hey is it really berenstein and not berenstein or berenstein however you'd say it uh she got rid of them she finally (laughs) got rid of them so that one will haunt me forever the other big one sex in the city my Mm. sisters would watch that and i always thought it was sex in the city and not sex and the city and i remember there being a dvd collection that i think Teresa had my sister it was it might have been my other sister but they had it and it said sex in the city on it it said that and i i remember opening it up it was big it wasn't like a small thing it was like a bigger thing for some weird reason I think it had some like special special things in it or something. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, like some crazy release with art or something. It had mm-hmm. some weird stuff in it. So it was Sex in the City, and uh, it's not. My life was flipped upside down. I don't know who I am. Who are you? <laughs> what is going on? So I don't know. Yeah, Sex in the City is also one for me, um, and the Berenstein Bears also. I remember I used to watch the show, and I had. A, I think I had like one of the books and I'm like, it was definitely not Berenstain, but I also cannot locate the book, although I'm sure that we could find it if we tried. Um, and there have been people who literally show like VHS. People have proof. People Outside have of proof. us, people have proof. Oh yeah, proof. absolutely. But you have to, I mean, is that misprint and marketing? It, you know, Possible. I have no idea, but it's mind boggling. The Nelson Mandela so, one's really big too. If we have these experiences, these memories, these recollections, not just us individually, but bigger groups of us. Uh, does that inherently then mean that we are in a different timeline? Are, are we then not in our own timeline? I don't know. I can't make a decision on that. I don't think it's enough proof to sway me towards multiple timelines. Without proof, just based off of fact, we do not recall what everyone else on this timeline recalls and we are on the timeline where where sex and the city is a thing 
but we but we are from the sex in the city timeline then are we not technically in the wrong timeline and how did we get here so how and at what point would we have switched timelines how does that okay how does that go about how do i get from sex in the city joey in my own timeline living Mm -hmm. my joey life Mm -hmm. some I, i go to sleep and then at what point or when do we wake up and all of a sudden reality's different how does that is it an earthquake? Is it 2012? Is it the new Y2K? year? Y2K? Oh my gosh. Is it Y2K? Maybe. Aliens. Is it 9-11? 9-11. What a, what a sensitive topic. <laughs> Why would 9-11? I'm just, Maybe. Who knows? I'm <laughs> just saying like major... Yeah, um, major life events. Major yeah. life events or like just major like life-altering kind of things that happen to generationally that then like affect a larger group of people than just you know individuals i don't know that I one's feel, hard i feel like it like absolutely if we remember i i remember nelson mandela died yeah and i don't care what your internet says this universe (laughs) this timeline that's funny i absolutely remember without a shadow of a doubt to me 120 percent in every inch and of my being i know that he died when i was a little girl wow you're that 100 percent about it absolutely i was pretty that 100 percent about the sex in the city i can't i can't be sure that i didn't fuck it up in my brain that like my train like trauma brain didn't fuck it up but the way that I remember it, it definitely happened because I remember okay. having these conversations in my head. Like, I don't really know who he is. Let me look him up. Let me yeah. you know, do these things. And um, I know that I remember that he had died. And I know that I remember how surprised I was that he died later on. Wow. Okay. And so unless like, like you said, there was a misprint and somebody falsely reported that he died. And then I happened to come across that story, which is, absolutely possible anything's possible Um, but if that is the case and i remember that he had died at one point and then everyone else is telling me no he's been alive this whole time then i am definitely not from this timeline i somehow shifted and is did i shift into a better timeline or not because based off of current events i would have to say no oh wow (laughs) it is not a (laughs) better timeline yeah or I guess maybe it is better just in the fact that it's progressed. I have no idea. But yeah, you Big can't topics. make up your mind, huh? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't make the decision. So do we agree that there are different timelines or do we not agree? I just don't. I can't. I don't know. I, I have to just be honest and say I'm not leaning towards one way or another. Like, do you think there's another? I I, another? If I had to say, I'd say no. I'd say well, we, there's one timeline. I just don't think for me and my experience, even with Mandela effects and all that there's multiple timelines and multiple things happening in different Mm -hmm. timelines. I just don't think so. I think there is just one timeline. And I think based off of my personal experience and memory and the way that I also perceive timelines as not being linear, then that I do believe that there are different timelines. 
Okay. Do I have solid proof? Um, no, I'm just the theorist at this point. Timeline but theorist. But neither do I too at the that, same time. Yeah. <laughs> who has real solid proof, you know, of one or the other? Nobody. True, true. Yeah. Okay, well, if you have any, you know, strong opinions, experiences about timelines anything we've talked about today sound off in the comments because i really want to know like do you have any mandela effects that have really resonated with you um yeah because this is uh i mean we could probably argue this back and forth for a really long time oh but, yeah but you know at the end of the day without some scientific proof we really can't be sure right correct all right well, we're going to move on to some recommendations, TV shows and movies that we think touch on this whole timeline kind of thing uh, and see, give you guys, you know, some something to watch, entertain yourselves and uh, dive a little deeper into the topic. Do you want to get us started? Sure. So. When it comes to comedy for timeline movies, I'm going to have to say Groundhog's Day. It's, in my opinion, the best. Never seen tip, Comedy but... time travel movie. Uh -huh. Not time travel. It's, it's a time loop movie. Uh -huh. So, yeah, Bill Murray gets caught in a time loop on Groundhog's Day, reliving the same day over and over, trying to get out. No spoilers. <laughs> go watch it. It's amazing. Other time loop movies. Um, Palm Springs is pretty good with Andy Sandberg. I showed you that one. It's on Hulu. Both, it's on Hulu. We both liked it. That one it was, was pretty right. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the Future is a classic. Also a comedy. It's a time travel. That's a, it's not a time loop. It's a time travel movie. And that does show a really good example of consequences into the future. Marty McFly goes back in time, changes events, mm -hmm. or I guess doesn't change events so that certain things can happen, mm -hmm. but ultimately does. He, he's able to alter his own timeline yeah. from a different point in the timeline, which is cool. Um, a really cool one too, Minority Report. Did you ever see Minority Report with Tom Cruise? Uh, I can't recall. I probably have, but I was, those movies are from when we were a lot younger. Just so. to give a, a quick recap, it's basically about, it's an alternate future science fiction where there are these beings that are able to see the future and see people commit crimes before they actually happen. So you let's just say you get arrested. You haven't actually done anything yet, but this being reported that you did. And the whole movie is about Tom Cruise being framed mm. for a crime he is supposed to commit but doesn't because they're able to alter the... Who's they? The government, basically. Oh. The, the people in charge of the program are able to alter the memories or the information that they're receiving and create a fake memory, basically, of the future. To stop crime. Yeah, yeah, but it gets manipulated in a bad way. Mm. So the people in charge make mm -hmm. a fake memory of Tom Cruise to frame him for something that he doesn't actually do. Mm. But that one is a really cool example of information going back and forth from the future or past mm -hmm. that I really liked. I think it gives a good example of a really unique take on time travel. Mm -hmm. Interstellar is great. It's a very sciencey approach, very accurate approach, I feel like. Uh, do you have any recommendations? Mm. Well, I did... But we're talking specifically about timelines, right? I guess like the time traveler's wife. That's a good one. That's like... That's Rachel McAdams, right? Rachel McAdams and Gerard Butler, I believe. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong on the dude. But yeah, that one is just like weird. 
because I liked it. She's pregnant, and then the baby also time travels. Yeah, the baby time travels. What's up with that? Fucking that one, weird. <laughs> that one's okay. The time traveling fetus is a little <laughs> off-putting. I'm not gonna uh, yes. lie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That one was a weird one. Yeah. You know what? And maybe I'm gonna get heat for this. I didn't really like Tenet. The idea of inversion, how they're traveling backwards in a certain instance. Like, let's just say, mm-hmm. but but their objective basically drives, or their motive drives to the same end result. They always arrive at the same place, so they jump backwards and then go through events backwards, just like we would go through events and meet at the same place, mm-hmm. right? Which is so weird, but I also just didn't... But that, to me, what I took from that movie tenant is that everything is going to happen the way it happens you can't alter anything because it's already happened and you can jump forward and then you're basically just rewinding the events yeah so you, you can't really alter anything which is super weird but that makes me think of looper looper with, was um, cool yeah joseph gordon levitt and yeah, bruce willis bruce willis yeah. yeah because even though they don't like travel backwards they like they set the time right they set like where they're going yeah so they're like they're still traveling to like specific points. So they're, and they don't really talk about consequences. Do they in that film? Yeah. I, maybe they get on a little bit. I know he ends up having to kill himself, but no spoil without, without I, knowing more than that. I think you kind Not of spoiled it already. Yeah. Uh, I, I was okay. That was all right. Yeah. I just didn't like tenant tenant. Wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's time travel, but I do like, um, the doctor strange, in the and the multi madness of the multiverse, or they definitely time travel in the Avengers. They do tra- time travel in the Avengers, but I think that their version of time traveling is trash. <laughs> yeah, can I honestly say, I unless the movie is specifically about time travel, and it just feels like super lazy writing yes. to me. It feels like they don't touch. They don't touch on like all of the complexities of what it means to time travel. And so then you, it doesn't, it does, it almost doesn't like even need to be happening. No, it doesn't. And I don't know if you remember the moment where Dr. Strange is like in that little trance thing, looking at uh-huh. all the timelines with the time stones. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, oh, I just looked at 12 million, whatever thousand different realities mm-hmm. to see if we could beat Thanos. And then someone said, did you find any? And he says he found one. Mm-hmm. And you already know from that moment on, oh, of course, they're going to beat Thanos because he found the one timeline. Which and- would be inaccurate <sighs> because there would be infinite timelines and there would be infinite timeline, timelines too. where me they too. would. Yeah. So it's like you said, just lazy it just get, let, gets lazy at that point. Yeah. But I, I do think that even though they don't time travel in that movie, um, I think time traveling is much more complex than just, like I said, I think a lot of time travel film and TV shows really have to do with time being linear. Whereas the multiverse really like, I think just touches just a tad bit on things being not being linear. Yeah. Um, But I guess a Loki would also be a really good show that talks about timelines just a little bit, just enough that it's like a big concept in the show and that it's not like that lazy. Yeah. (laughs) Great show. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Absolutely. I think that is my number one choice. If you want to like watch something that has to do with time traveling, but you don't necessarily want to watch, um, 
like either a movie or something like super like scientific, I guess, or like like heavy. I think a lot of time travel things are really heavy um, and Loki makes it really light and uh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry if we didn't get to your favorite movies and yeah. shows. There's so many. Yeah, um, there's so and, many. And we love to watch sci-fi everything everything really yeah yeah but i think those are the ones that kind of stick out in our head and i think we did a good job of doing like a little bit of everything and uh yeah. touching touching just a little bit outside of the time tr timeline i can't wait to get to our aliens talk that's gonna be a big one we're gonna need to prep for that one quite a bit because aliens are real i'm just gonna throw that out there <laughs> aliens are real okay so we know his perspective uh, but there's lots of things with aliens. I'm bringing the heat. There's, I'm the, bringing the heat. The ancient the heat? The ancient heat. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, well, that wraps us up for today, I think, with our timelines. We're going to continue on this timeline, I guess, because we're kind of stuck here till someone tells us otherwise. Uh, but if you haven't already, you can follow us and listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Is it Apple? It's just Apple Podcasts, not multiple. <laughs> uh, we are working on getting our beautiful faces on YouTube as well. Um, so you can go follow our channel for now. Uh, and we're going to get our audio up there as well and video uh, as soon as we can get the quality up and running. Maybe it'll start with this episode. We don't know yet. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to do all of the, what do you call it? Do all the YouTube things? That's or? from, what's her name? I don't know. The lawyer. Oh, Emily D. Baker. That's Emily D. Baker's thing. <laughs> yeah. Do the youtube -y things. That's what she says. Okay. Yeah. So you can like and rate and comment uh, on all the platforms. Shout out Emily D. Baker. <laughs> yes. We do love Miss Baker over here. Um, and yeah, that's that's episode two. Thanks for watching or listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Later. Bye.